Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? Good. Isn't all news weird when you think about it? I mean, I... It's a very philosophical question that you kind of opened with here. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I feel people are ready for it at this point after a yeah. hundred and something episodes. So my thought is that if something is newsworthy, mm. that means it's noteworthy. Oh. Meaning it's out of the ordinary, which yeah. by definition is weird. I feel like you've waited 136 weeks to ruin the concept of the show, but I mean, big props. <laughs> well, look, I, wait, have you known this from the start? <laughs> Oh, my sweet summer child. Oh. I've known this all my life. You were born in the weird news. <laughs> Molded by it. Um, so, Sean, this is weird news. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, a man who is too busy putting food on this table to listen to your nonsense. <laughs> Sorry, I fucking blacked out for a second there. What happened? <laughs> No, no, that was in character. No, I don't, oh, I don't, I don't think it. Um, so, Sean, this week we are starting. I'm just going to open this story that this headline is mad, right? But right. we're going to start with you know when sometimes people can just get so aggressive, and you're in the middle of an argument. Have you ever just gotten like so mad that you just forget your surroundings? So you're just too involved <laughs> in the feud to know what's going on around you. Uh, I want to say yes for the sake of the story, yeah. but also I'm very passive. I'll take a lot of yeah. shit before I say anything. <laughs> a lot of shit, as we have seen. <laughs> That's but... fair. Good point, Connor. Well done. <laughs> well done. Good attack on my character. Keep it fucking up. Go on now. <laughs> right. No. Um, so I have these three men. Right. Right. They just got into a battle. They got into a bit of a brawl this week, Sean, and. So you have a three-way, you have a triple threat going on, a bit of a, <laughs> okay. a hell in a cell being Loving broken it. out, <laughs> and something happens in the middle of the fight that is so out of the ordinary that you think, how could nobody have possibly noticed this was going to happen? Because I have three men fall down eight floors down elevator shaft in the middle of a brawl. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> 
This is this this is from Die Hard. Surely <laughs> they were fighting so much. They were so involved in the fight. They didn't notice inching slowly towards the elevator shaft. How many open elevator shafts are just around in your standard fight location? I can only assume not that many. I mean, surely all elevators just come with doors now. You would, you would, unless this is like some kind of early days elevator these men were brawling around. Three Pennsylvania men were hurt after a brawl between them ended in all three falling down an elevator shaft. That would end it. That would put an end to it. We'll, we'll have to check the high-speed camera to see who fell last, because they're the winner. They won. <laughs> yeah. Yes! Le- um, technically last man standing. <laughs> officials say three men were fighting on Monday night on the eighth floor of an apartment building in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, when they broke through the elevator door and fell down the shaft... The steel elevator door that when you push the button, the door opens, they broke through that door. There was no elevator there, so they just fell eight floors directly to the bottom of the shaft. That's fucked. Those doors should be harder to move, surely. (laughs) That's surely step one of the metal door. How weak are those doors? Because, okay, fair enough if you're throwing someone into it. They probably wouldn't hold up against that. But, like, the door of my bedroom could probably hold up to that, I would say. Yeah, that's like, so weird. How, how poorly made was this elevator? It's, it's got to be the shoddiest. Like, it's a cardboard box with a fucking rope <laughs> attached. And there's a lad, there's a Quasimodo-style figure. It's a pulley system. It's a pulley system. Levers and shit. We all did physics. It, it's a two-man maximum because he's fucking wrecked <laughs> after three <laughs> It's the weight yeah. capacity. It's like nine o'clock and five o'clock when people are going to and coming home from work. He is bet. <laughs> but half eight, he's drinking protein, ba- protein shakes. He's getting himself pumped. He's like, he's right, come on, he's like, stretching out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the victims were all taken to the hospital, and um, the ve- the men fell onto the elevator car. One remaining on top of the car, while the other two crashed through the roof of the elevator car. Ending up inside it from eight floors up. Jesus. So yes. It's not, it's not even like they landed on, you know, the pillow factory located no. in the basement. Yeah. It's you, like, <laughs> you always put the pillow factory in the basement just in case. It's a logical place. Logical <laughs> place. Uh, same way you put the anvil factory very high up. <laughs> very uh, high up. <laughs> Wiley Coyote thought of that one. Thank you, sir. <laughs> like, the only way this could have been. Look. These men are all fine. That's why we're talking about it. Yeah. But like, one of the gas, like they all hit the floor of the elevator, and on the very bottom floor, the ding, and then the doors open, and then like one That's of them a comes out with a t- one of them comes out with a title belt. Oh, I can only, <laughs> and it's the Rock, <laughs> or like adjusts his necktie and like straightens his cufflinks and walks straight. Out. It looks like Quasimodo. Do you have a mirror? <laughs> Just gotta fix the hair before work. Quasimodo, there panting like, oh fuck, oh Jesus. <laughs> Um, so the victims, uh, first responders extricated two of the men from the first floor and the third from the second floor. So they got two of them from the first floor and they got the other one because he was on top of the shaft from the second floor by opening and, the doors. And the, victim, the detective says, uh, this goes all the way to the top. This go- oh, of course. And uh, yeah! 
<laughs> sunglasses <laughs> on. It's like, these men are dead, sir. Stop. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, dude. That was wrong on so many levels. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> He's hired some guy to just shout, yeah. Everybody does that. <laughs> Shut up, John. Um, yeah. So the victims were taken to the hospital, one requir- requiring an airlift. Police say not all three men live at the apartment building. So, sources say that the fight broke out when one of the men accused the other two of cheating in a video game, Sean. Oh, weirdly enough, it was Super Smash Brothers. So, here's the thing. You accuse your pal, your, your good old, your good old buddy old pal of cheating. Yeah. And you get into a scrap. During video games. Yes. And your friend jumps in. So your friend's seeing this. The third friend, he's going to have to jump in at some stage. Whose side is he on? I don't know. He's kind of just in between. He's punching both of them equally. (laughs) Stop fighting. Both of you. (laughs) But somebody will slap him and then he'll lose it. The rag has got it at that stage. Yeah, exactly. And so... I'm trying to think what game could have elicited such a violent response among what sounds like three friends. <laughs> so, uh, three men there, the fight breaks out in the apartment, I can only assume, and yeah. leads them out into the hall and down the... Ele- like, how does that happen in the midst of the battle? <laughs> Who opens the door? Because <laughs> yeah. so, like- you want to confide... Yeah, like, well, like who who decides? No, let's take this outside. There was then, one like, coward. There's always one. The triple threat. The other two are fighting. The third one sees his chance. He starts trying to slip out through the door. The two of them stop punching the head off each other. Look <laughs> up. He's trying to get away. They chase after him. Yeah, you're involved in this too, and then they leap mm. at him. Yeah, uh, and like, yeah, and he has to like undo the little chain on the door and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're in the middle of the video game. They fight. They lead themselves out into the hall. While I could, in my head, the three of them are just in a triangle, punching each other simultaneously while continuously walking closer and closer. Just yes, yeah, slowly, like advancing and punching and having a great time all round. Um, what? Okay, so if this were us, right? And say we had a third friend between us. That uh, seems like a bit of a f- weird news indeed. Right. <laughs> um, I think the fight would come over... See, I'm trying to think of like three-player games, which is weird. Could be Mario Kart. Could be... Yeah, that's a good one. One of the Arkham games, perhaps. Right. But I think, I think the most logical one, Mario Party. Oh... Because or an RPG game where one of one of our the other friend is constantly picking up all the weapons and we have nothing. <laughs> We're not playing Baldur's Gate again, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> like, they are constantly like just spamming the square button to get yeah. those ge- that gear in. Oh, the square button is like worn out from the amount of fucking <laughs> RSI. They're not killing anyone either. Yeah. They wait until we <laughs> no. do all the work and then they sneak in. <laughs> You're the support, and I'm. I'm the the hoarder, if you will. <laughs> uh, so I think that's what happened. I also think, um, you know, they definitely didn't process the fall. Like mm. they were upstairs fighting, 
And then suddenly they were all in hospital. Suddenly, yeah, there's a big gap, but for them it's like seconds. They cannot yeah. figure out how they've gotten here. They wake up still punching. And presumably, will the person whose apartment that is will never use that elevator again? No. And what's another thing is tenants at the building are puzzled at the situation and how it could have happened. That's not an elephant that flew into the elevator. It's three humans. So I'm pretty sure it was faulty equipment, said one tenant, Daryl Washington. Daryl has his head screwed on right. Daryl is, like, looking for, okay, this could have happened at any time. These men are heroes. <laughs> Take it one for the team. the rest of us. Any Darryl, one of us could have fallen through that elevator shaft. Daryl... Daryl is the Vince McMahon of this of this apartment block. Dar- yeah, just seeing opportunities. <laughs> He's just seeing dollar signs. So we invite more people to the town. We put up flyers. We have yeah. a Royal Rumble situation that leads to the loser continuously falling down the shaft in the elevator. By the way, falling eight floors and not dying. How does that occur? That is pretty impressive. If I could get that high, how high is eight floors? I mean, it depends how big a floor is. That's what I'm trying to establish, Connor. Okay. I was trying to fill for time while on I average. googled. Uh, on average, how tall is an eight-story building? It says it varies. This is fucking useless. <laughs> wow, it varies. <laughs> you know what it says? It varies widely from fourteen feet to well over it. <laughs> Wow, tags Google well over it. <laughs> That'll really solve it. That'll look, we've narrowed it down anyways. It's anywhere from 14 feet to the Empire State Building. I can only assume uh, it's the Empire State Building because Google has told me it's well over it. That's okay. So, a typical story is three meters. So, right. they fell eight times three, they fell 24 meters. Yeah. Uh, so, that's oh, for God's sake. This seems okay, no, well over 14 feet. It really does, doesn't mm. it? Look, 24 metres, to put that in perspective, that's 24 one metre metre sticks. Isn't that wild? <laughs> Please never teach maths to children. Everything I just said right. was correct. Right, just imagine a one metre metre stick. Now, imagine 24 of them. That's how big it is. Now, My I'm God, not getting into any more details. I think I fucking solved this, lads. Well, that's... Connor. that's 24 thousandths of a kilometre that those men fell. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> how, how can you not just use Google to translate 24 metres to feet? It, oh, well, it's 78.74 feet. We're all aware Thank of that. Thank you, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I was just trying to add a bit of flavour. <laughs> just imagine 24 one-metre sticks. That's 13.12 of me. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> How do they survive a 74-foot drop, by the way? Yeah, I, 78, I'll have you know. 78. <laughs> I, I don't know. Honestly, by all accounts, those three men should be... Did, like, hmm, did they land on each other? Is it well, like in a car crash? Where, you, like, if you're limp, you have a better chance of surviving. Oh, none of them are limp. They're all, they're all, they're like, all tense. tubbed up, like, pumped up. They're all in the middle of a battle. It's true, but maybe there was... Look, and I don't mean to insinuate anything. Perhaps these men had had some, so, some, some beverages mm, during some beverages. the... 
it's just a miracle it's a miracle that all three of them are still alive and also it's just a mad story of how a fight gets has just broken down into anarchy that not this doesn't normally happen in a fight normally they would just stay on that floor but the fall is really what caught my eye in Imagine being in a fight and then suddenly being eight floors where under where you used to be. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, in like Marvel versus Capcom or like Street Fighter, where they're like if you do the right combination of buttons, you go to a new stage <laughs> and the fight continues. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and this news story harkens back to a story that we did. Harkens back. Harkens back to a story that we did maybe two years ago about a a little submarine that was sunk that cost three billion dollars. My God, one of our favorite stories we've ever covered. And this, why that story stood out to us was, I like when small human accidents lead to big issues that you just can't solve with just like, "Ah, it'll be grand in the morning. Yeah, it's like it's someone's fault. And, like, something has to happen because of it. Forklift driver accidentally damages high-valued electronic warfare gear. (laughs) Ooh, no. And you, like, you can tell it was an accident, but he had to come to terms with the fact that he did it. (laughs) A forklift accidentally struck a crate and damaged a high-valued electronic warfare equipment at a U.S. Navy base in Indiana last month, resulting in a Class A mishap, according to officials. Now, a Class A mishap are the most serious of Navy mishaps classification, Sean, as they involve more than $5 million in damages in serious injury or loss of life. (laughs) Oh, no. That's a bad day at work. You don't want a Class A under your belt when it comes up to promotion time. (laughs) The thing about this is, we've all had bad days at work, where you're just grumpy, and you're just, you're you're like taking it easy. You're having an easy day, either maybe you're hungover, or you didn't have a good night's sleep, or something's going on. And you're just Mm. like, right, I'm going to do my job, but I'm obviously not going to be as effective today as I might be yesterday or tomorrow. I'm going to give like 40% and that'll Mm. be fine. When you're dealing with high-valued electronic warfare gear and your job is to move the very sensitive warfare gear from one area to another area, I feel like you can't really have one of those days. (laughs) I don't think there's an off day in that scenario. Like, isn't it grand? And look, I'm going to be... I'm going to look on the positive side of things. Okay. Isn't it glad that it's electronic warfare these days and not in the old days where it was hydrogen bombs? <laughs> it could have been a nuke. <laughs> like, oh, lads, I'm after dropping the nuke. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is, this is a class B at best. <laughs> How am I going to explain this to the boss? And the boss is just there with his face melted off. <laughs> He's walking up to him, like, with his little hat, like, scrunching it in his hands. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh, boss, knock, we've knock, had knock. a bad day. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it happened again. I'm real sorry. <laughs> Just for miles, they're just wasteland. <laughs> oh, boss, you're not going to believe it. <laughs> so, oh, and he, okay, how do you, as a forklift driver, like... Explain I, what, that. Explain it and justify that, like, 
no, I'm going to work the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I'm fine. I'm fine. Look, I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> I, w- I have never been more alert than I am right now. Sir. Honestly, I swear. No, I swear, Lance. I honestly, like, just bet your life on me. I guarantee I won't be dropping another $5 million piece of equipment. Like... And what, did he drop it? or Because I thought he like punctured through the side of it with the forklift. Well, it was in a box and he knocked over the box and completely ruined all the equipment that has over $5 million in damages. So right. it's called a Class A mishap, right? But right. Class A mishaps only involve either serious injury, loss of life, or at least, at least... Five million dollars in damages. So we're saying five million, but that is the bare minimum he would have to cause a damage to get given a class A mishap. Yeah, and the army probably or the navy probably aren't going to want to give away. Oh, we just lost a bunch of money. Like maybe a hundred million dollars on warfare equipment. Yes, and oh, it's like it's the equivalent of you've just got your new laptop. You're really excited to use it. It's going to make your job so much easier. And then you just, like, you you just, like, knock it off a wall. And, like, it's such a simple action, but the damage that has caused. And you can't repair that on the fly. You're not going to like the reason why. So the idea is, like, maybe he has a good reason. Maybe something happened. He, you know, somebody shouted at him. I was just like, Tom... Your whole family are in danger. They've all been kidnapped. Oh no, and he's kind of looking to the right. Takes his eye off the ball. Maybe there's a good excuse. Yeah, that's what I was imagining. Are you telling me that there's not a good excuse, Colin? So, the contractor was offloading a delivery truck containing electronic equipment warfare, or electronic warfare equipment, I should say, when the mishap occurred. It is said that the delivery driver may have been texting or on a call at the time and took his focus away from moving the equipment. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, Tommy. What's that, Tommy? No, Tommy, I I may go. Honestly, I may go. He has, like, the the phone in between his ear and his shoulder when he's trying to drive. Yeah, wedged in there. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, texting is worse, like, because he's actively not looking at the... Why you... Why would you do anything when you have a big box in front of your forklift? Mm. Like, why unless, would you, uh, like, unless what? What? What's your I, justification? What will get you to answer the phone in that scenario <laughs> when you work for the navy and are yeah. taking something off of like a ship? Oh, that's a funny meme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the frog is sad. <laughs> That dog is sitting in all that fire. Everything is fine, he apparently says. Oh, I wouldn't know what that's like, dog. Oh, no. Oh, dog. I'm going to have to look for you for inspiration here. (laughs) He seems to be just styling it out, so maybe that's what I'll do. Navy spokesman Brett Day declined to say what kind of electronic equipment was damaged in the mishap. Obviously because... It's warfare equipment, and they're not going to reveal what they've lost. Oh, we lost all the defense systems for the USA. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's all of the backups with all of the surveillance passwords. 
In response to Navy Time's questions about what specific gear was damaged, Day provided a general definition of electronic warfare gear, which is such a get-out clause. Like, what is exactly broken? And he just looks down and he goes, The electronic warfare equipment is technology that provides distinct electronic warfare and integrated sensing technology to control the electromagnetic spectrum. Day wrote back in an email. (laughs) Right. Okay. So it's... Maybe this is me watching too many movies. It's definitely drones or something, isn't it? Oh, it's definitely something big that this guy's yeah. after dropping. Because if it was like, oh, it's a supercomputer, fine, just say that. But when it's, mm. here's the textbook definition of what it could be, then it's something like, oh, that's how, that's a job to get you, a second one. How do you explain that when you get home or to your boss? So you you do it. It happens, mm. and you have a split second of, oh, fuck, oh, no, what have I done? That's ah, probably not that bad. Oh, no, it is. It's definitely broken. I have to go tell the boss, and then the boss is not going to be happy. You will be sent home. I have to tell my loved ones <laughs> that this has occurred. It's like, because the thing is, from reading that, from what you just said, he was a contractor. He didn't necessarily work for the Navy. No. So he had... No idea. He had no idea what was being carried. I would say. Um, so I think he rang and said, "Oh, one of the crates dropped," and they probably very worried. Said, "Which one? <laughs> <laughs> the one that has the big nuclear sign on it? Do not drop that one." <laughs> no, that one's fine. But the one that says "Do not drop," yeah, you're not going to like this. <laughs> oh, I went against the rules. <laughs> Oh, the, the dog didn't warn me about this. And then, like, the get sent. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that one, lads? Lads, have you seen? I'll send it on to you. I'll send it I'll on to you. Here. No, I'm driving, but I'll text it on. It'll be fine. Drop that dude lady here anyway. But then going home, like, if he had some, if he had something to go home to and could explain, like, look, it was a split second. I looked away. The thing fell. Whatever. I think it's worse if he was going home to like an empty house and he just has to relive that moment for the rest of the evening. And he's just sitting there on his own scrolling through Reddit being like, up vote, up vote. Oh, oh no. This way up vote. Oh no. (laughs) He's just mad. He can't get off Reddit. He's just obsessed. (laughs) He's just obsessed. Like the memes are the only thing that make him feel anything better. And he's just like, "How am I going to pay back six million, seven million, a hundred million dollars? How am I going to pay that back?" And he just looks to his right, like, "Oh, that's a good despicable meme. That's a fucking lovely (laughs) million there." Do you know who I feel like now is bad luck, Brian? really old memes and he's like he's like texting his friend hi John I know you're a whiz at the computers could you photoshop me in for bad luck Brian one of my faces could that be great I'm gonna share that now Josh Josh (laughs) I think this guy he's had a bad day I I really think that of the days that we've covered here on this show this man is having a real bad one it's rough. Uh, probably the worst day at work he'll ever have, though. So good to ever. have it out of the way. Mm, get out early. Yeah. the Like, leave at your lowest point, and then mm. you can come back, and then you have your return. 
that's that's what How's I was. How's he going to get a reference? <laughs> I, I was just thinking that, like, if he's if 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 like the navy hired him in from like an outsourced company, that's going to have to go on his record. Yeah, and so anyone who hires him in the future, they'll look through and be like, "Oh, was he involved with any?" accidents at work and it'll be like class a mishap u.s navy class a that can't be that bad i mean class a class b like let me look up the definition there oh (laughs) (laughs) so yeah if you think you're having a bad day at work just imagine the first 20 seconds after this guy dropped that box and then the, the the emotions that must have went through his head that is just like oh no not again this is the fourth time today. Droppy Dave, they call me. <laughs> How did I get this job? It was the memes. <laughs> I was just, I kept referencing memes in the interview. They loved it. Um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this involves school kids getting kidnapped, Sean, and being taken hostage. It's all, what? it's a bit of fun. Sorry. Do yeah. you remember I said how all news was yeah. weird news? I think yeah. you've gone a bit far. Okay. Ah, but you'll know where I'm going with this because school bus driver reveals how kids nagged themselves to freedom after being taken hostage by armed hijacker. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> a school bus driver has revealed how fearless children nagged their way to freedom after being taken hostage by an armed hijacker. The 18 kids on aboard the school bus in California um, on May 6th bombarded an escaped army trainee, Jovan Caloso, with so many questions he had to end up booting them off the bus for his own sanity. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get your gun? What's the army like? Do you have to wear green? Can you see each other in camouflage? What colour is your face paint? Are those boots your own? (laughs) They asked him, was he a soldier? He said yes. They asked him, what are you doing this? He never did have an answer for this one. They asked, was he going to hurt them? He said no. They asked, are you going to hurt our bus driver? He said no. They asked, why are you wearing that outfit? He said, just cause. <laughs> the question. this is just, where he starts to get sick of it. <laughs> the questions just kept on coming. Around, one, around once every 500 feet, apparently, <laughs> says the bus driver. Which, when you're driving a bus, that's pretty ridiculous. How and, old and were so, the kids? Uh, so, I actually, it doesn't say how old. I, although, from first look, maybe eight, maybe seven. Right, okay, so like old enough to know what's going on, but also old enough to be fucking annoying. Yeah, and so the, why? how we know all this is because the bus driver was driving the bus, and this guy gets in, and he points his gun at him, and he's just like, let me drive the bus, like, get out of the driver's seat. And so the bus driver right. is still on the bus, but he's just listening to the kids just constantly bombard this new entry into the bus. Like, they don't really care that he has a gun. They're like, who are you? What's going on? How's your mom? What's this? I like that this man's a recruit in the army, but, like, 18 children just fucking broke him. Like- <laughs> yeah, they never do, like, interrogation techniques. Yeah, He'd never like- last. He'd never la- he'd cave instantly. Like, Although, but- it's not said here, but one of the kids was mad about waterboarding. Like, they were just like, let's fucking do it to a boys. He's just into waterboarding in a big way. <laughs> just big into it. And they're just like, little Jimmy, you're only six. Fucking get the rag, boys. Here we go. I brought the jug from home. 
I've been waiting all my life for this one moment. Oh, God, Little Jimmy is... I, I think this is a character I don't want to feature on the show very regularly. <laughs> He's a dangerous man. I'm frankly uncomfortable with the whole situation. Um, so, Corbin said, with four Jackson absconder Colosso, 23, quickly snapping at the ferocious inquisition that he was having to face. I, I To be fair, I believe it. I used to work in a, a shop that was... Uh, like a toy and art shop, and my God, children! God, they're just idiots, idiots, inquisitive minds, but mm. idiots. Yeah, but like, there, it's never good questions. It's always no. just idiotic stuff. It's absolutely useless. Also, one time, right? You'll remember this. Do you remember yeah. in school there were those little eggs, and they had aliens and goo inside them? And then it wasn't there like a theory that if you put two of them together you could have like a, an alien baby or something an alien baby correct yes yeah, of course uh, so we still sold those in this shop uh, right. and one of the kids was like wasn't sure what to buy and I was like oh these are cool and I held up one of the aliens and he said no in those 2004 grandpa <laughs> <laughs> the future is now old man and then he kicked me in the shins and took the till <laughs> took the whole till the whole till just ripped it out of the desk <laughs> now, what did he say he, he said that uh, those are stupid and then he turned away from me and Fuck. left the shop without buying anything. Fucking dickhead. <laughs> dickhead. dickhead. I think they're class. You can throw them on the roof. You can copy bits of newspaper onto them. It was a simpler time, Sean, back in the day. We didn't all have Game Boy advances. <laughs> we had Game Boy colour and we were happy with it. Oh, we were, we were more than happy, Connor. We were free. <laughs> Before it was advanced, we just had it had it in colour. That was all that mattered. <laughs> just to have a fucking light on the screen was deadly. Oh, yes. And you'd be looking at, you'd be like trying to tilt the fucking screen to the sunlight. And once it got oh. dark, you were fucked. You couldn't play in oh, the dark. Yeah. Oh, your your Pokemon journey ends at seven p.m. in the winter. <laughs> and in the winter, four p.m. Have to turn it off, boys. Sorry about that. <laughs> Save a fortune on batteries, though. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> um, so, um, Colasso apparently said that he's... Or the bus driver said that Colasso sensed more questions coming. And I guess he something clicked in his mind. And he said, enough is enough already. And he told me to stop the bus and just get off, Corbin said. <laughs> and so, he okay. basically was just like, drive the bus. And then he got, got asked so many questions... At that, like, five minutes later, he's like, okay, stop the fucking bus. You get out and all the kids get out. I'll drive the bus myself. I can't be dealing yeah. with this. I'll be honest, all I need in this situation is the bus. I don't need this shit. They had my back as much as my concern was for them, said Corbin, of the young children, who he credits for ensuring no one came to any harm, but by just really being annoying, really. Um, <clears throat> so Coloso was arrested later that day and faces two dozen charges, including 19 counts of kidnapping <laughs> yo what did he think he literally napped kids like <laughs> he stole a sc- why would you steal a school bus easy kidnapping charge like you're charged with every kid that's on that bus yeah like surely you know even if like you have whatever going on if there's going to be kids on the school bus and if mm. you steal a bunch of kids you get in trouble for that mm. that's, you, that's you rule t- one that's what I was taught <laughs> That's what, that's what they taught you in prison. <laughs> that's what they taught me in prison. Little Jimmy taught me that. He was my cellmate. He was my cellmate. <laughs> you, you two have a bond. You're, you, he's cool with you. I kept just waking up and he just kept staring at me, just wringing out a wet cloth, <laughs> just looking at me in the sink. 
<laughs> you're like, yeah, all right, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm Grant. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dry as fuck this York, right? Dry as fuck it is now. <laughs> Do you want to go for another nap? <laughs> no, no, I'm all right, Jimmy. I'm going to stay away. <laughs> <laughs> forever, Jimmy, forever. Forever, I'm not, um, I'm even, even when I leave. <laughs> so the, he apparently tried to escape twice um, that day. So the, apparently the rifle that he pointed at the bus driver's head was actually unloaded. So it couldn't. He can't go down for attempted murder as it was an unloaded gun, thankfully. But um, so he he wasn't ever going to shoot anyone, which is some is a slight admirable. bit of positivity, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. admirable in some way. Um, now he did also escape from jail, um, or he attempted escape from jail, and he hit a guard and he broke his own ankle trying his attempted jail escape. So while he was in the hospital being treated for the broken ankle, he then tried to escape again. Big balls to try and escape with a broken ankle. I think that's a madness. <laughs> well, no, like it's it's like the way you don't hit a lad with glasses. You don't catch the lad on a broken ankle. You, like you, you got kidnapped. Or, <clears throat> you got kidnapped. You got arrested because you st- stole a school bus, and yeah. they arrested you. And so they take you to jail. You try to escape and break your own ankle in mid escape. They take you to hospital. Then you try to escape again. But using your broken ankle, I don't think you're going to get very far. I don't think so. I don't think... Like, look, props for trying. Mm. But I also think that once your ankle's broken, just take the L. You know, like, just... Cause <laughs> just leave. Also, once two escape attempts have been gone, maybe escaping's not for you. Just leave. I, I think at that stage you're thinking, maybe I'll try again tomorrow. Because today is not the day. Maybe I'll try again in six to eight weeks when this ankle heals. When I can actually move my leg. That is a good good strategy. Have both legs usable during the escape. That's Unless you're in some kind of, I don't know, prison break season finale. And you break your own leg to escape. Do you know um, the incident, how he broke his leg, was that he had his hands cuffed. And he tried to, he leapt over the second tier banister. Landing on the first tier on the ground, bro- breaking his own ankle while his arms were still cuffed. <laughs> Jesus. See, if, if it was me, I would just, you know, do a stealth move, jump over my own hands so my oh. hands are in front of me. Yeah. Um, and then shimmy down the nearest drain pipe. That's interesting that you say that because you definitely would not do that. I, I will do it right now on the video. Go on. Do it, do it right now on video. Okay, okay. <laughs> See? <laughs> he didn't move. <laughs> <laughs> Theatre of the mind, people. <laughs> wow! <laughs> How do you move both arms simultaneously in opposite directions? That's so weird. Uh, look, I'm, I'm part octopus, what can I say? <laughs> um, so yeah, the guy, get, can, he tried to steal the school bus but got nagged into basically leaving all the kids and the bus driver off the school bus because he just couldn't handle the questions. I feel like this is a bit of, her- like, it's a heroic act by 19 really annoying little kids. Yeah, I'm not sure it's the kind of like, you know, the act you'd want to be remembered for, but it is hilarious at the end of mm. the day. <laughs> Um, so we're moving on to our next piece of weird news, and this is a man um, that he was into robbery, but he also has a code of honor. And there's one line in this story that made me burst out laughing, and you will you will also laugh, I'm pretty sure, when I reveal one piece of information about what he did in the right. midst of his crimes. Because I have man falls through subway restaurant ceiling while evading police after stealing bike and ham. 
bike and ham. <clears throat> yeah. It, interesting. I'd, I'd just like to address, by the way, a lot of stories about people falling today. Um, uh, we only had two. We, that, and this is the third. No. What was the th- second? Yeah, we had we the, had, the we had boys in the elevator. Yeah. We had broken ankle kidnapping boy. Oh, yeah. I suppose, I don't know if he fell. He jumped. He ju- Well, to be fair, those three lads kind of jumped as well. <laughs> they did. <laughs> and now this man with a bicycle and ham fell through a roof. Yeah, I don't know if he had the bicycle and ham at the time of falling through the roof. God, I, but can, can you be sure of that, though? Because I need, I need to know. Mm. A suspect trying to evade police allegedly learned the hard way that the ceiling of an Idaho subway shop wasn't strong enough to hold the weight of a grown man. According to reports, the man is suspected of committing several crimes earlier in the day including stealing a bicycle from a child and a stack of deli meat from the sandwich shop. <laughs> it's because it's from a child. It's so much funnier. Because <laughs> it's not a grown man. No. He's on a little tricycle. <laughs> it's got a horn. He's got, little, he's got little tassels on the side. He's like, I'm getting away from and you he pigs. His, he puts his sliced meat into the little wicker basket on the front of it. <laughs> oh, now that'll keep you safe Okay, right Authorities arrested Jesse James Moore Makes sense Starting yeah. to make more sense The name, the name It's in the name That's why he's a criminal Jesse James Moore After they found him laying on the ground In a woman's bathroom At a subway restaurant in Idaho Falls It is believed that he attempted to Idaho escape Idaho Falls Oh Jesus, he's a whore <laughs> I know. What Never, mind. The fuck? Never mind. Connor. I was trying to mix Connor. it up. You, you were, look, you were trying to do the whole switcheroo in comedy. Subversion, bit of switcheroo. He's a whore. You know how it is. Oh, don't I just. Oh, he's a he's a whore for the ham, Sean. He's a whore Are, for it. I'm a whore for ham myself. Actually, I've gone off ham a little bit now. I must say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just I'm, I don't uh, look. This isn't this isn't the platform. Yeah. I'm eating I'm eating more substitutes. It's fine. Are you? What, what substitute? What substitutes are we having? Uh, a lot of tofu. A lot of tofu going oh. on. Jackfruit. Jackfruit's pretty good in a lot of Interesting. things. Interesting. Uh, and uh, you know the, your classic corn as well. Q U O R N. Have you gone vegan? No, no, no. Be God, no, 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 no. No, 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 Jess. No, no, Jess, no, 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 no. Connor, please. I fucking love milk and cheese. We know this. <laughs> Have you gone vegetarian? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I quite like fish as well, you know. Uh, yeah. But just trying to, trying to vary it a little bit. Not every meal has to be meat, is what I've learned. What? Sorry. I know, I know. Hear me out here. Do you know the stuff you have on the side of your plate next to your... I have wheat a bit with ham. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. I know we're in the bit at the minute. That's a that's a that's a fucking hateful thing you've just said. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a movie review level that I'm ever going to get to. <laughs> <laughs> just wish makes it. <laughs> that would that would be like a good movie that's just so unexpected and different. <laughs> yeah, I. But also that would not taste nice. So it's like it's a good movie, but also has a really bad aftertaste. <laughs> Joker? <laughs> no, not Joker. Um, so, 
So they said that it, uh, it is believed that he attempted to escape through the ceiling and then fell through as pieces of the ceiling were found laying on the floor next to him. Jesus. Don't need to be good detectives to figure that one out. Um, uh, attempt through the roof. <laughs> big hole in the roof. Bits of roof beside him. Uh, I'm just going to say um, he probably came from there. I don't want to start making bowl strategy claims, but fucking big hole in the roof. Big hole Loads the roof. of debris on the floor. And putting the pieces together. Can someone... Uh, I'm not going to fix that roof. Uh, can someone draw a chalk line around the hole in the roof? <laughs> so we know some where ladder, it is. <laughs> some ladder a step ladder. Trying to fucking draw. Um, so, oh, oh, chief, I did hopscotch again. Oh, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Moore is believed to have been involved in a series of crimes leading up to his arrest or shot. So the right. piece of the roof did not make me laugh just yet. It's the series of crimes beforehand that really get him in there as the world's most dangerous criminal. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so, the owner of the subway told authorities that Moore had entered the restaurant earlier in the day and went behind the counter to fill out an application for a job, right? Okay, bettering himself. After he left, employees reportedly noticed that a stack of ham was missing from where they had left it. How specific are they about their ham placement in this in this in this location? I mean, they'd have to be fairly like Subway has lots of ham. To say oh yeah, so sto- a stack is like a stack of ham. So, yeah. I mean, okay. Why did did he not think the interview went well, and he thought, oh, I must get something out of this? I think it's an application rather than an interview. Also, oh, he's already fucked up. <laughs> he's already walked in, just application, like fills in his details, and then he leaves. But they bring him behind the counter to fill in the application, and it's only then that after he leaves, they notice a stack of ham has gone missing suddenly. And who is the one person who's just entered into this establishment? <laughs> there's, there's one lad there working at the end just with a big stack of ham in his pocket. <laughs> oh, God, it must have been that new lad that, 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 that was looking in, you know? <laughs> um, so, um, it's also believed that Moore was responsible for stealing a kid's BMX bike earlier in the day, Sean. Oh, <laughs> he, can, he can travel anywhere. He can grind on rails if he wants to. Later in the day, a man reported to police that his motorcycle had been stolen from the parking lot of a grocery store. Whoever stole the motorbike reportedly left the stolen BMX bike in its place. So he'll notice. He won't notice. It's it's got two wheels and handlebars. I love I love like the honor code. It's like, ah, look, I'll steal your bike, but I'll leave you a bit of transport to get home. Like, I'm not a fucking I'm not complete gonna, dickhead. I'm not going to leave you stranded, like. No. Sure, how many years has it been since you pedalled? You'd probably love it. <laughs> get a bit of leg strength in you, lad. Go, you'll be grand. Um, so he steals the motorbike and leaves the BMX bike in its place in the same parking space, which is just a funny image. Fortunately, the mo- motorcycle's owner had flipped on the fuel cutoff switch and the bike was found just across the street. So he never nice. actually even got any further with the bike. Right, so now he's lost his BMX and the motorbike. Yeah, that was his two modes of transport have gone. Because he, he traded the BMX in for the motorbike. So he couldn't go back because there's egg on your face at that stage. Yeah, you can't go back. and like, You can't replace it. You can't haul. Because 
the honor code, he would have to push the motorbike back across the road, put mm. it back in the parking space, yeah, and then get the BMX. Now, some could say he probably just could run over, pick up, get the bike, and cycle away. You'd, be, you'd have that done in maybe twenty seconds. Um, but as you said, honor code declared that he had to get the previous item back before he could take the new item. Yeah, look, it's a, we don't make the rules here on the Heroes for Hire podcast, but that's how crime has to happen. You <laughs> always have to leave something. You take a penny, leave a penny. That's how crime works. That's it, but one of the pennies is real and one of them is made of, like, cardboard. <laughs> yeah. um, officers reportedly spotted more in the area, who they say walked back into the Subway restaurant. He's back home. Because he now has a job there. Back so he's to like, where it all began. <laughs> and locked himself in the women's be- bathroom. The owner of the subway helped open the door, where more was rep- reportedly found on the ground, along with pieces of the ceiling. So he had tried to steal the motorbike, then he re- realised he couldn't, went back to the subway, still, I'm assuming, carrying a stack of ham somewhere on his body. Um, then decided mm. he'd lock himself in the, in the women's toilet, try to get into the ceiling, which he did, and then immediately collapse back through the ceiling onto the floor and ended up just basically in a heap. And he's not had a good day, it must be said. Like every, no. It's gone wrong at every opportunity for him. Other than the ham. Other than the ham. He won big on the ham. Uh, Actually, 50% true, he was on a high. He had ham and he had a BMX bike. He could have left it, but he chipped, he, he put it all in. He went all in on the, on the moor bike and going back. Flew too close to the sun, mm. uh, ended up much like Icarus falling onto the bathroom floor of the of the women's bathroom in Subway. With some ham. With some ham. Well, I, I assume the ham was snacked on uh, throughout, <laughs> for, for the energy in the escape. To push and the motorbike. Like. <laughs> yeah, he ran out of ham and he was like, oh, well, now I can't. I don't have the strength needed to push this motorbike. Um, I'd better but go ironically... To- Ironically, if he hadn't eaten the ham, he wouldn't have had as much weight, wouldn't have went through the ceiling. That's... God, that is true, Connor. Mm-hmm. Fair play to you. Yeah, Fair play. But it, he had emotional weight. He had guilt from the theft of the ham. <laughs> so he had the emotional weight and the physical weight of the ham in his belly. Double weighted. Oh, you don't want that. You do not want that. So the the county jail lists more as an inmate. He is reportedly facing multiple charges, including grand theft for a motorcycle and petty theft for the bike and the ham. <laughs> I, I like that distinction there. It's like no, like it's it's a bike and some ham. He can't go. He can't get the death penalty for it. But, <laughs> but it, it has to be noted. <laughs> Little Jimmy's in the jail, <laughs> ringing the rag. The I old rack. I, I don't like little Jimmy. He scares me. <laughs> That's He's a the prick. Point, <laughs> You're meant to be scared. Yeah, um, well, mission accomplished. So we're moving on to Florida Man, Sean. And I have Florida Man says truck swerved because it was struck by lightning. Not because he's drunk. Oh, so he was driving the truck. Okay. Mm. Right. I mean... Hard to prove. Mm. Or would it be? Hard was to it stormy? Hard to disprove. Was it stormy in the area, Connor? Uh, it wasn't, no. But Clear what if skies. it had been hidden by uh, previously? Not even today, but maybe another day. Are you implying the truck is some kind of night Rider scenario? I, I'm implying that maybe he got struck by lightning yesterday. Day before. The day before that. The truck still isn't right. He hasn't been to the garage to get it fixed. 
Well, then, then I think the onus is still on him as a responsible truck mm. owner. Yeah, you know? that's true. Um, oh, so what did he swerve tr- into? What did he swerve <laughs> into? <laughs> he wasn't swerving into anything. Because Steve Stinton, 38, is accused of driving drunk on the I-75 and arrested affidavit states. A trooper allegedly spotted Stinton with his turn signal on, swerving between lanes repeatedly. Um, oh. <laughs> when the trooper pulled him over, Stinton had alcohol on his breath, slurred speech, and had difficulty locating his insurance paperwork. Stinton told the trooper his truck pulled slightly to the left because it was struck by lightning, and that was why he was veering. Despite not having a dentist or a doctor, he also claimed he might be diabetic because he also gets tingling in his hands, but that's just a self-diagnosed, he stated. He's just going on a rant. I might have diabetes. Like I, I, I've not. It's not. I haven't looked in. I've looked into it, but I haven't gone to a doctor because I'm just a bit nervous at the minute. But I feel like it might be diabetes. Yeah. Now I don't and, know which and, type. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned about the car, but that was struck by lightning as well. That like that didn't help my diabetes. I don't know if there's any medical connection between those, but I feel like the shakes got worse. From the the diabetes. Worse. And the tingling, well, look, tingling shocks that whole thing there. You know yourself, officer, mm. we've all felt electricity. Are you feeling something right now? <laughs> Are me and you about to a do ca- this? A connection. <laughs> <laughs> then Stinton told the trooper he'd had several sport-related concussions, <laughs> though none in the recent past. So. You- I mean, you know all about that, Connor. You're a resident concussion expert. Who are you? Yeah, no, I do, I, I do yeah. Um, but So he's just kind of been pulled over and he's thrown every excuse he has at the, of, the officer to basically state, something's going on that's not my fault. Do you think he'd, he'd read that story about the guy who kidnapped all the kids and is like, I'll just annoy him into submission. It'll be fine. Now, strangely, he also denied drinking alcohol saying he had only eaten peanuts and Cracker Jacks, the report states. Officer, okay. I've been struck by lightning, I have diabetes, I've also had, I'm riddled with concussions, I haven't drank anything, I want to make that clear, I've only had peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Are we clear here? Okay, but that still doesn't explain the fact why there's alcohol on your breath. When asked to step out of the vehicle, he again told the story of the lightning (laughs) and offered the trooper his leftover peanuts that he had in his passenger's chair. Would you partake? They're good ones. They are good ones. (laughs) Roasted and salted, I'll have you know. In his passenger chair. He's just got a big bag and I'm lying beside him. I'm imagining that they're just loose. Like he's just mm. opened up several bags and he keeps them on the passenger seat. And, but in my head, like they're the Halloween monkey nuts. And he's just oh, like, he's having to break them as he's, as he's driving. I had, I had a terrible experience once where I thought you could eat the shell. Oh, uh, Sean. That's Not why you've great. gone you've gone vegetarian. <laughs> That's it. I was working that shell for ages and I was getting nowhere. Oh Jesus. Why would They're you do edible. that? I just I thought I thought it was like, you know, the wafers on ice cream cones. Yeah. I thought it was like that kind of No, situation. they're not, though. They're not. Yeah. This is another show. I could tell you that now. How old were you? 19, 20? <laughs> it was last week actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was probably like six or seven. I was trick or treating. Yeah. So Oh yeah. So. <laughs> it wasn't in like February. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish. I wish I had something to do in February. <laughs> I wish I got monkey nuts in February. Oh, happy day. Um, so, finally he got out of the car. And that's when Mr. Fid- Stinton failed the sobriety test immediately. And the trooper arrested him. 
On his way to the jail, he reportedly asked several times what would happen to his peanuts. Because, <laughs> I, I, look, there's this elephant that's been chasing me and he's yeah. fucking mad for peanuts. He's ma- and he's fucking, he's got fucking lightning powers. I didn't say that now in the car, but he does. That's what struck me. I don't, I don't so, know about you. Lightning elephant, pretty shocking. I think you'll agree. Keeps uh, feeding me sugar while I sleep as well, the bastard. The bastard. And there's this other lad who keeps wringing a towel and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that his name was Johnny, I think, and or no, sorry, Jimmy. Sorry, <laughs> did you forget um, your own character? <laughs> no, no, I was playing along. Oh, sorry. it was your switcheroo again, Sean. <laughs> He's a whore. You think it's a different character who waterboards people? I did the old rug underneath them. It's the same guy. He the loves same. it. There's not, there's not two men who love waterboarding in there's this world. There's nothing funnier. Nothing funnier in comedy. <laughs> Waterboard. <laughs> That's what my improv teacher told me. You famously did improv in Guantanamo, right? I did. I did yeah. One lesson: they had to cancel it afterwards. <laughs> Too many complaints. Not from me. Not from me. I was loving it. I, I took a lot. I took a lot from it. <laughs> Technique, style, flair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he apparently asked several times what would happen to his peanuts and told the officer to watch out for bad weather as that could be dangerous to driving which I just think is good knowledge I like how even oh, he's absolutely pissed out of his head he's still like he's solidly in this lie he's like, yeah, like you have to commit yeah like arrest me if you want officer but promise me one thing Avoid lightning if at all possible. I, I don't want to give you life advice, officer. I would never be one to tell you what to do. Right? But, I mean, at the same time, lightning, bad for your car, as we've clearly seen. I know I've failed the drug test, and I'm obviously, like, I don't think I have alcohol in me, but the, the system is broken. That machine is broken, the said that I have. Lightning and peanuts, they're your two main things. That's, that's it. So, ar- arrest me if you must, but I don't want anyone else to have to go through this. I'm a martyr, really, when you think about it, officer, aren't I? Have you heard of Jesus? <laughs> he liked peanuts. And I like peanuts. I'm just saying, officer, there's more similarities than differences. <laughs> and he's absolutely shit-faced in the back. He's just like, he's lying across the back seat. He's not even speaking. He just thinks Piece he's of saying straw. all this. Piece of straw in his mouth. <laughs> he's looking out the skylight. And like he's wearing overalls, but one of the straps is unbuckled. <laughs> what do you think, officer, about me being Jesus? <laughs> is that weird? Is that weird? Yeah, I think I think it's but I'll just I'll just play this banjo. Oh, watch out for that lightning. Sorry, just sorry. I actually know it's just a sunny day, but I do. I still have a bit PTSD. It's a bit bad. It's a bit bad. Um, <laughs> so, shall we were finishing off this week with a Florida man that had his heart broken, and he reacted in the only way a Florida man could, because right. I have Florida man dumps loader bucket full of dirt on girlfriend's car with her inside the car. Oh, buried alive. That classic yes. tale of star-crossed lovers. I think it's a case of breaking up with Florida Man, you're really taking your life into your hands. But I don't even think breaking up because she. the story goes that Florida Man, Hunter Mills, is working on the construction site where he works. He's going about his business. 
when and he's operating a front end loader at the time when his right. girlfriend shows up on the site nothing wrong with that so far the problem is she showed up in another man's car a 2010 Cadillac who was actually her secret lover that she had been cheating on him with for pre- previous few months oh, so no. When she arrived at a meeting place, um, he asked her whose car she was driving, confused. She reportedly wouldn't answer his question and ignored him. Basically kept telling him that it was over, that he, she was seeing somebody else. <laughs> he asked oh. her again and she told him it was none of his business and to piss off. <laughs> very, very abrupt end to the whole thing. <laughs> But I feel like doing that to anyone, that's a bad move. Do it to Florida man while he holds, while he's in the control of a front-end loader full of dirt. Sean, surely she knew what was about to occur. I mean, I don't think anyone could have predicted. Like, uh, lo- looking at it in hindsight, all of the elements are there. You can see where those pieces are going to fall. Mm. But in the moment, nothing would... Like, you wouldn't think oh, this car is going to get covered in dirt with me inside it. So she turns up with her new lover's car, driving yeah. it, windows down, Sean, by the way, I must say. Convertible um, top down. <laughs> Mr. Mills, is he's a bit heartbroken at this stage. And yeah. he doesn't know what to do with himself because he's just had his heart broken in front of all the lads on the construction site. Everyone's kind of stopping to look at this now. It's getting a bit out of hand. Yeah. Um, Mr. Mills at this point decided that he had enough of the games <laughs> and pressed the button on the front end loader to release the dirt that he had in it onto her car, burying her car with dirt while she was inside the car. According to the report, the windows were open, so although she wasn't injured, dirt filled into the centre console, the air vents, the power windows, everywhere within the car was filled with dirt. It's a, look, it's it's not a great move to do to someone, but I'd say he felt fucking great doing it. <laughs> yeah, afterwards you're just like fucking deserved it, fucking <laughs> fucker. Because yeah. you know you know it's the other fella's car as well, so you're yeah. it's a twofer. You're you're ruining her day, you're ruining his day. Seems like Hunter might have recognised this man's car as well, since he proceeded to dump the bucket of dirt, knowing that it was he, she was in the car, so he knew he must have known the lad did if he knew the car. Oh, that's that's another layer. That's mm. another layer on top of the whole thing. How like w- was she able to just drive straight out of it, or did they have to slowly like archaeology the car out of the pile of dirt? I mean, at that stage, I think if the car is filled with dirt, how can she drive away? That's true. So does she? Need, but but how can she get out to ask for help? <laughs> This is a good point. But she was not... I don't think she was completely submerged. So it just went in through all the windows and then through the roof. So it was probably a lot, but not enough to, like, bury her in it. Bet he regrets that white shag carpet interior. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) After the dirt was unleashed, he also apparently got out of his vehicle and began telling her how he also hated all of her Netflix shows. (laughs) The ultimate burn. Every night it's Riverdale this and Riverdale that. If I have to watch another minute of Bridgerton, I'm going to go fucking mental, so I am. The only way I can think to escalate that situation 
is you go and you get a hose and you turn all of that dry dirt into that mud. That makes it way worse. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry, you mean for him, not for her. I was like, as a plan for her, that's awful. No, 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 no. He, like, if you're talking, like, you've done the dirt, you've insulted the Netflix shows, what's the next logical mm. step? Make it into mud. Yeah. Um, because it's also Florida. Any mud on the car is going to dry and be really <laughs> difficult to clean up. It's just a classic rom-com material shot. Guy loves girl. Girl loves guy. Girl shows up in another guy's Cadillac. Guy dumps a thousand pounds of dirt on said Cadillac. Then guy goes to jail. <laughs> it's just, you know, your classic rom-com tale. Do you think he, do you think he thinks it was worth it? Yes. Yeah, he's, he's gone to jail. Uh, he was charged with felony criminal mischief over $1,000 and he has been sent to jail. But I feel like in jail he'd still be like, fucker, <laughs> totally <laughs> worth it. I'm, it's done. It's it's over with now. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. Um, so, Sean, that is it for this week's Weird News Wednesday. What a week. As, as I say, a lot of people falling. Uh, mm. People falling out of love in that last Ooh, story. Oh, well done! Uh, a lot of waterboarding. <laughs> oh, we, we. Do you think? Do you think we'll get like punished by the algorithm if we keep saying waterboarding? I I feel like they're definitely going to search for that. And yes, it could okay. be a case that you're not meant to joke about it. But then I don't know. Then it, it's that's why we make it do done by a child. <laughs> that, that makes it funnier. Because if it's a child doing it, it's non-threatening. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Connor, will I take us out? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesdays. We will be back Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcast. Um, big thank you, of course, goes out to uh, patrons uh, who submitted these names, and I can't stress that enough. People make me say these names. They're Sean just says this off the top of his head. Um, he does it Sean just honestly forget the Patreon name for a minute just tell me your honest no. thoughts for the next sentence oh no okay so I Sean Mean being mm. of sound body and mind do yeah. hereby declare that I do bequest all my worldly possessions to one Connor Lawler that's interesting now we'll start doing the Patreon meme that's very nice of you thank you also goes to Kira Lawler David Clark Ed Ball Joe RateMyHemsworth.com Click Rate Click Luke Refresh Repeat Never Give Up Hickok Didn't Bernie Ray My Father Is A Women's Rights Activist Not My Mum Dad Wouldn't Allow That Ging Roisin Shrodoshin Halley Ryan Satron Paint Evanson Sean Bone Jamieson Dominic Josiah Florida Gal Green Anna Maureen Has The Fry On Helmroos Lil Dicky, I'm In A Glass Case Of Emotions McGrew And Danny McLaughlin Thank you, everyone, very much for all of your continued support. Even though you've made me give away all my worldly possessions to Connor, yeah. uh, still really appreciate the support. If you want to join those people, there's a link to Patreon in the description, also a link to all our social medias. Um, but the most important thing you can ever do is just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Neal. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. 
That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.